Hey everybody, it's Tucker here. I am sitting with a very special guest. And look, I know Blake in this segment will always say that he's with a very special guest. And that is always true. But this time it's extra special, very special. Because one, I'm doing this interview and I rarely do these. And two, we have a great visitor here from, that's right, your favorite toys in the world, Lego. It's Justin Ramsden. Justin, what's up, man? Hello, how's it going? Pretty, pretty good. Um, we just finished our tour. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin is here from Denmark, uh, where the Lego offices are, uh, and uh, Justin works a lot on Marvel Lego and uh, a lot of toys. He's also been working on Marvel Lego Superheroes Two, uh, the new video game, which we're very excited about. Uh, so let's jump right in. Justin, can you tell us what your job is? Yeah, so basically, I build uh, build toys that inspire the builders of tomorrow. So uh, oh, that, you know, that, there's a line. Exactly, that's um, good. I've been practicing, <laughs> but uh, no, I get to design all the the sets that the the kids and adults can buy on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, not every single one, but I get to work right. in the the Marvel superheroes uh, range and and yeah, make these toys for everyone to buy. So you said you started you, earlier. You mentioned to me that you started about three years ago. Can you talk yep. about some of the projects you've worked on since you started? Some of your favorites, maybe some highlights, things like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I've um, sort of specified mainly on yeah the Marvel superhero range. Um, so awesome. I've got to work on stuff for um, Civil War. Uh, I got to work on uh, the Guardians film. Um, yeah. Also, like, uh, like future stuff that's coming out. So yeah. exciting. Um, a Hulk versus Red Hulk sort of smash set which is amazing and um yeah my first set was a comic-con exclusive the throne of ultron to promote uh, oh, awesome. avengers age of ultron yeah so, yeah some really great great sets that's awesome can, so can you talk about what your like what is the process in bringing one of these things to life how does that get started from like the concept how, do, how does it get to your desk how do you, you move it on to to ultimately where we can buy it uh, and enjoy it ourselves. Yeah, so it works works in a few different ways, but the, the sort of normal way that we go is um, that our sort of creative lead or project manager will get a, the script through um, mm-hmm. of the latest film or go mm-hmm. to the set um, and get to see the ins and outs and uh, come back and say, oh, I've got these great ideas and we can turn these into Lego products. Um, so from that, we start getting reference from, from Marvel and, and get to sketch out our ideas. And that's normally either from paper or we get to play with the bricks. I mean, that's mm. the, the main thing, right? So uh, we start building and you can sit on the floor with a big pile of bricks and start building whatever you want and until you sort of, oh, here's a Quinjet <laughs> or right. here's a Milano or whatever it be. Um, so basically, yeah, through these sketchings and um, sort of iterations of making all these various models, then we start to get nearer and nearer to whatever the product will be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have loops with other designers in our team, um, so if they can build it or if they can play with it, and also children, because that's our main audience, so Mm. uh, if they can play with it and what they think is cool or, oh, it shoots or or flies away or whatever feature they like, is is that great? Can we amp it up or whatever it be? And, uh, yeah, then uh, from that, we... uh, slowly get to the process. I mean, this, the process, design process takes around a year. Mm-hmm. So this constant playing and building and playing and building until you can't play and build no more, but then you still have to play and build right. anymore. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it turns out to be a, to be a product after all is it Is it pretty obvious from early on in the process, like how big a set will be, like how many pieces each thing will be? Do you, is that something that you talk about uh, from the first step on, or does that something that com- comes out very organically in the process? Yeah, organically, really. I mean... There's no point putting in something that doesn't make sense to the right. to the model, right? right. So um, it, it sort of works. We'll we'll build the set, and then if we're happy with the sort of the rough size, then that forms the the price point. Right, right, become. right. So you started there three years ago. 
Can you talk about how, like, I think this, for your job, which is, what? what's exactly your title? Uh, Lego product designer. Lego product designer. I, I think, like, that is so sick. <laughs> Everyone in the room right now is smiling because that's just an awesome job title. What? I, and I think that certainly qualifies as, like, ridiculous level dream job where it's like that is something that you're you know everyone plays with from such a young age uh and i guess from my perspective i wouldn't even that's like such a high level dream job where it's like it's not possible to dream of it (laughs) did you have a did you have an idea that this was a job growing up how did and and then how did you come to know that it was and then how did you arrive uh (laughs) in your position now so i mean um I've sort of been a fan of Lego ever since I could destroy my brother's set. So yeah. I've been really, really hooked on it. And he, he was a big Lego fan of like the 80s, mm-hmm. sort of yeah, pirates and space and, and all the, the great lines. And yeah, so ever since I could get my hands on the bricks, I've been hooked. Um, and then it was around yeah, 2004. Um, Lego does this thing called the Inside Tour. Mm. So it's basically where you go behind the scenes, much like I've been today. Mm-hmm. You get to see the inner workings of, of the beast. And um, yeah, from there I met Lego designers. And before that, I'd never really thought Lego designer was a job. Like you, right. you just don't, right? So um, I was like, oh, it doesn't just turn up at Christmas and yeah, it just yeah. appears, right? So you can actually be a be a Lego designer. So I sort of asked them. This is like thirteen year old me, like, oh, what did you study at university, or mm-hmm. what do I need? What skills do I need to be? And and from there, it sort of yeah went on a, a crazy journey. Um, when I was uh, sort of seventeen, I was working at. Um, I was not even working, so I was studying uh, fine art, and one of the subjects we got was uh, sort of British icons. So I thought hmm. oh, it'd be great if I could make sort of British icon in, in Lego, because that was the medium I know, That's much cool. like clay or paint, right? Yeah. And uh, for that, I built Amy Winehouse out of Lego. Oh, so yeah. I say she's sort of the, the start of my sort of Lego adventure. Um, and uh, This like, is one <laughs> of the coolest origin stories I've <laughs> ever heard. It gets, it gets better. <laughs> or worse. I don't know how you take it. But um, from that, I got a lot of press in the media, and... Huh. Um, I got invited to go down to work at Legoland, uh, or sort of interview at right, Legoland, right. and uh, yeah, surprise, got the job and um, became a master model builder um, at Legoland Windsor. So got to work on parks all over the world. Got like Lego models in, I think, 15, 15 of the parks in the world, which is pretty crazy. Oh man! Um, and, uh, and 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 that just to take a. a a pit stop. It, was that is that like because there are different Legolands <laughs> everywhere? Is are are the Legos in each? Uh, kind of, do they correlate with the locations? And um, like, what what were you building at that point? So my my love or my passion is building yeah. people's heads. Out of oh, Lego. Yeah. So oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to build a lot of heads uh, while I was there. But uh, yeah, we built buildings and sculptures would be that of Little Red Riding Hood or like a building in Tokyo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's location mm-hmm. dependent that I got to right, work on. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, just making crazy stuff uh, for four and a half years. And then at the same time, I thought, oh, I'll go to university and, and study design, so right. do product design. Um, and then one day it was just online and thought, oh, Lego Lego designer. Oh, I'll never get it, but I'll uh, I'll apply anyway and, and see what happens. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, spoiler alert, <laughs> got the job, right? So yeah, that was yeah, three years ago. So that, that I mean, that is, I mean, that's crazy to think of. So it, it's, you kind of took the, the big, leap at that point to like Mm -hmm. this is the big leagues now yeah (laughs) lego headquarters which are in in billen in denmark so uh, a small rural town wow does it kind of like is it just the lego town like i would imagine like a giant company like lego in this tiny danish town (laughs) is like what's that like can you describe working i mean moving from 
like your home mm-hmm. to Denmark to do this like crazy job. There's just so many elements of that mm-hmm. that feel so like wild. Can <laughs> yeah. you talk about what that was like? Yeah, sure. Um, so I mean, I came from London. Um, right. So going from London to Billund, so a town of yeah millions and millions and millions to uh, like a small rural town of yeah. three thousand people. Right. I mean, the population triples during the working day. So because <laughs> everyone's literally there for right. the job. Um, right. Yeah, it was a bit of a, a shock, but I'm there for the job, and and uh-huh. I think that's that's the main thing is that we love what we do, and that's all that matters really. Like you're yeah. there for Lego, and and Lego is the place, so yeah. it's it's really crazy. And is, I love it. That's awesome. So as you mentioned briefly, you, you work er, a lot with um, taking real life Legos mm-hmm. and then transforming them into video game Lego. Yes. Yeah. Can you talk about what that's like? How did that start? Was that always part of your job? Did that only come yep. about more recently? I mean, for me, the Lego, like any Lego video game that I've ever played, whether it was Star Wars, like any of the Star Wars game, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones 2, yep. <laughs> um, or our Marvel superheroes games, uh, I am such a huge fan. How did that come about for you? And then can you talk a little bit about what that process is like? Yeah, so it, it started around a year a year ago. It was a conversation between myself and my manager, and um, at the time I was doing a lot of sort of content, um, sort of sort of direction. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the best way to say. So if we can make sure that what kids see on the screen is can be built by sort of a Lego designer, right, or right. if it follows the Lego brand guidelines. And um, so I was working alongside a team, and uh, yeah, got asked, "Oh, do you want to help out um, with TT Games, who are the developers of the game, mm-hmm. um, and see?" And, and start the sort of collaboration there. So, um, yeah, that's been great. I mean, I get to see that if the models that TT are designing on the screen could be built in real life, and uh, we give them, obviously, all the models that we design for, mm-hmm. the, for the set, so all the new Guardian stuff, all the new, um, yeah, whatever sets with Spider-Man Homecoming stuff that we've been working on yeah. um, to put in the video game. And also, yeah, sometimes we get to do the minifigures, so the small little mm-hmm. figures that comes in the Lego sets. Um, we get to design those, or they get to design them, and we check that they're all sort of Lego legal, as right, it were. Right. Um, so it's a great collaboration between us as Lego designers and the designers of TT Games. So I, I feel like it's one thing, one mind-blowing thing to design a Lego and then mm-hmm. see it on shelves and just under the Christmas tree or wherever, being gifted for birthdays, anything like that. What's it like seeing things you've worked on from the very earliest uh, moments in the process not only be realized as a toy, but then be realized in a video game after that? Yeah, it's a sort of uh, sort of mirror your, your sort of statement of being mind-blowing. I think it is right. mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's incredible to say that a child can build a set and then fly around the garden and then play with it in the bath or wherever they like to play Lego, and then go home or they may be already at home and, and play the, on the video console there um, my model in right. digital form yeah, is yeah, like yeah. it's so so crazy or oh, vice versa I mean you could play with the let's say the Milano again like you play with mm-hmm. the Milano on, on screen and then you can buy it in the shops I mean that's so cool um, that it has that collaboration as well and it, go, it adds an extra level to the storytelling and adventure that mm-hmm. a, a child can go on through play which is right. yeah it's really cool so talk sp- Speaking, kind of going back a little bit to speak strictly Marvel, where where did that where did your fandom uh, for that begin? So um, I was a big fan of sort of the '90s TV shows, yeah. so Spider Man, and obviously X Men as well was mm-hmm. like a huge influencer uh, for me. But it was so it was sort of like the release of 
yeah, the Spider-Man, the first film with Tobey Maguire. So yeah. what's that, 2001, I think it was? Uh, don't, don't test my knowledge on it, yeah. Don't, um, yeah. don't, I mean, you're allowed <laughs> yeah. to not know these <laughs> things. Um, I, I know, I know the exact date, but like, we'll just move on very quickly. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so that's where it all kind of started for you. You Pretty mentioned that it. your favorite character is a really unexpected one. Can you talk about who that is yep. and then why? <laughs> Hobgoblin, Hobgoblin, which is I don't know. He, he's a fan favorite, right? Yeah, I, I hope he is. Anyway. No, sure. But um, I don't know. Green Goblin's so mainstream, and Hobgoblin was just I love the colors for a start, and he's got everything you want, but with yeah, a better hood and a cape, right? Right, <laughs> so right. Green Goblin. So yeah, I just, I just really love Hobgoblin. So when we got to put him in the Lego sets as well, yeah. um, was just this yeah. is great. I mean, <laughs> it's really what a confluence of awesome things. The thing the thing about Green Goblin that I never quite understood, and and look, I know this is tangentially related only to Hob- Hobgoblin. But the thing about Green Goblin, if you'll let me rant for a moment, <laughs> he's like a Halloween-themed villain, right? Mm-hmm. So, he like, his biggest crime for me is just, like, faux pas <laughs> of, of operating outside the Halloween window. If you're a Halloween-themed villain, then just commit crimes during the month of October. What are your thoughts on that, Justin? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe that's a scary thing that he... Has no sort of holiday calendar. You know what? You're opening my eyes. That's the scariest (laughs) thing about him. There's no rules. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go over to publishing after this interview and pitch a a Hanukkah-themed villain (laughs) who then attacks people in, you know, April. Um, (laughs) Good work. (laughs) uh, Anyway, Justin, thank you so much for stopping by and talking with us. Seriously, this is a a great pleasure, and it's so fascinating to hear the the behind-the-scenes parts of how so many of my favorite things just personally and I know so many of our listeners as well come to life uh, and especially from uh, a a sincere fan from early days like yourself so thank you so much cheers thank you very much this is Marvel your universe